0: Welcome to the Ignite Podcast, the only healthcare marketing podcast that digs into the digital strategies and tactics that help you accelerate growth. Each week, Cardinals experts explore innovative ways to build your digital presence and attract more patients. Buckle up for another episode of Ignite.
1: Well, y'all are in for a treat today, man. We're going to actually talk nitty-gritty. A lot of what we do on Ignite is talking strategies that we've seen broad and overarching. But today we've got Ruchi. Ruchi, what's up? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: don't know. Yeah, I cannot match up? your energy. I'm just saying that. It's okay. You don't need to. It's,
1: it's, Good, it's, that works. You do you or we can't be friends. All right. So, guys, this is going to be a lot of fun today. Ruchi is our... She's the best paid search person in the country. And listen, I got like 10 of them. I think they'd all say that too. She's the best. She's the best. She works on some seriously large and complex accounts. Today, we're going to talk about a DSO with about 60 domains, 60 different individual house and brands that we get to figure out BBC and SEO strategy for. Today, we're going to talk search and we're going to talk some of the nuances without giving away detail, detail stuff for our client. But we are going to talk some things that you can go implement, whether you own or run marketing for a DSO, any kind of multi-brand healthcare specialty, these tactics will work. All right, real quick, Richie, what is... Peak Dental.
0: So Peak Dental, it's a dental uh, service organization. So think about it, right? We have a bunch of dental clinics. I'm a dentist. I know how to fix your teeth, but I do not know how to manage my organization, right? I don't know how to get new patients. I don't want to deal with finances. I don't want to deal with... All that comes with owning a business. So somebody like Peak, a DSO, they come in, they help you manage your business efficiently okay. and they take care of everything. All you do is get new patients, Yeah, scale up your business in the most efficient manner possible.
1: That's right. Hire cardinals, usually step one with your DSO so that we can scale up your patients. All right. And so what do we do for them on a... So media analytics SEOs. We'll talk media and some analytics today. Media perspective, what are we doing? They were running search when Uh they came to us, right? Yep. Okay. So we're running search. Any other channels? And Let's talk about what we're doing in search.
0: They were running search, but we're talking about an organization that is helping almost 60 dental clinics across five different states, right? All of them had their own ads account and quite a bit of the clinics are concentrated in Denver, right? Think about a densely populated city like Denver and you have three different clinics. You're advertising for all of them, but they are in different ad accounts. They are competing with each other. It's ultimately the organization's money because they're helping you get the right marketing plan in action. But my brand A is competing with brand B because they're in different Google ad accounts. So what peak came to us was like, hey, we have 60 plus locations. We are slowly onboarding all of these. And I want to make sure that we have an efficient digital strategy in place. We want to make sure that if these need to be one account, we are doing it. If these need to be one campaign, we are doing it. So right. they were coming to us to just understand what is the most efficient way to manage these clinics and come up with a strategy to actually help them get new patients, which is the ultimate goal. Okay.
1: Yeah, absolutely. How did we deal with that cluster that Mm -hmm. they have? Because a lot of people have this. They're like, I've got, in Atlanta, I've got five locations that are too near to each other. How do you make it so that they don't overlap bit against each other, yada, yada?
0: First of all, it looks like it's a dental clinic, right? But when you kind of start looking at the website, you realize that everybody has a niche. If you talk about one of the clinics that they have, they specialize in dentures and dental implants. It's not like they do not do general dentistry. It's not like they will not, you know, help you with braces or anything else. It's only a matter of where they think most of their money comes from and where they want to get more leads. So whenever you're dealing with a multi-brand account, all you have to see is find what matters to them and make sure that for that specific location, for that specific service, you are maximizing your spend, your dollars, all your efforts in that location. Again, like just to give you an example, Denver, there are three offices, all of them within a five mile radius. How do I make sure that all of them are efficient by understanding what each of the clinic really wants the leads for and making sure that our campaigns are designed to maximize it for Clinic yep. A, Clinic B, Clinic C. Got
1: it. So you look at every single location which mm-hmm. they're in the house brand. So they're in their own business. And if they're really focused on implants, veneers, and stuff, you'll put the majority of the spend there. Yep. That makes sense and play down the GD stuff so you're not getting tons of dentistry, even though I assume they want some of those in because it's mm-hmm. the segue to getting the, you know, the cosmetic that and, procedures. But.
0: Yeah. That and one of the biggest components that we actually have started realizing is existing patient data, right? It seems very logical to target around a five mile radius in your clinic, but are you sure people do not travel to work from a specific location and the workplace is right next to your clinic? Like there are so many nuances when you actually look at, you know, your existing patient data for a year and you look at the zip codes, you look at the revenue by zip code. Again, like just making sure we are not looking at anything which is not HIPAA compliant, but looking at existing patient insights, you kind of understand that there's so much in terms of targeting. You can always make sure that your campaigns in the same region are going after different zip codes and they're not competing with each other.
1: That's pretty sick, dude. That's smart because a lot of people just draw the radius and be like, that's where my head went. I'm just going to draw on the map and make sure my locations don't touch. Mm -hmm. But you're looking at the revenue by zip code by area. Because I didn't think about that. Sometimes you book a dentist by your office. I've done that with different primary care and stuff because I know I'm going to be here and that's what I'll just out when no one's yep. looking. Okay, very smart. All right, let's say though that you have two GD practices that really care about, you know, general dentistry mm-hmm. and they are close to each other. What do you do? Do you not overlap the circles or the maps? Do you keep them separate or do uh, what
0: uh, again, it all comes down to what they do. The messaging is also very different. Uh-huh. Think about it. You have two clinics very near to each other. They both do general dentistry. They yeah. both do implants. They both have a very visible need. And both of them have the same zip codes where their patients are coming from, right? Even then, you can always differentiate because one of them could be very kid and family friendly. The other one could be specifically for seniors. So even though it looks like they're exactly the same practice, one of them could be established 50 years back and have a lot of credibility. And that's what goes into their ad copy, right? You have to let both the campaigns target all the zip codes that matter to them where the existing patient data kind of points us to. And you have to let them get whatever share of the business they can in the regions, always remember they're still not competing with each other because it's in the same ad account. So one of them wins, the other just does not get the Oh,
1: that's the key. There we go. Man, I feel like I'm going to be able to do PPC after this talk. (laughs) All right. So that's what you do. If they're all Mm the same ad account, not ad group, you can't do that with multiple domains. That's what you taught me earlier before we recorded this. But ad account, it'll only serve one of them. Okay. And then it'll prior. How does Google know who to prioritize?
0: It's on the bids, right? Quality score. How good are my ads? How relevant is my landing page? How So they do kind of compete. They kind of compete. But they don't end up in a bid war. It's not like you are bidding five dollars. I'm bidding seven. Yeah, um, no. I either spend money and win or I don't spend money at all.
1: If you are one of the acquired dentists, Mm -hmm. you probably do need to fight for your right to party a little bit. yeah yeah, yeah. You have to say, (laughs) Hey, who's do I have better quality scores than the other guy in town that you also bought? All right, that's interesting. And then messaging does matter mm-hmm. ad copy but then landing page making sure patient access all that stuff so let's talk about that a little bit when Pete came to us do they have the same like call tracking and analytics system or did we change anything like do they have online booking and what are they yeah. working with call email online book what
0: I'm glad you brought that up because that was probably one of the most key components of Peak. When they came to us, we had appointment clicks. They have an online scheduler. However, I mean, anybody familiar with this domain would know that tracking is an essential piece, but it gets very tricky if you are kind of sending the user from your domain to a different domain. To book an online appointment right that is what was happening with peak we had very weak signals with the conversion actions instead of actually recording somebody who's submitting a form quite a bit of the actions were more related to somebody clicking to yeah. go to another and website. And, and
1: metric that's yeah. what was being tracked and fed back exactly and now we are feeding who's their online booking thing through
0: i they were using next Health before uh we've actually gotten rid of it entirely We are focusing on only form submissions. We are only focusing on phone calls. And with phone calls, we are using a patient prism. And it gives us signals all the way down to, okay, this person called XYZ number of calls connected, and only three of them actually ended up booking an appointment. We pass all that data back into Google Ads. Because you can't have pixels
1: anymore, so you got to send offline conversions. They have no online booking on their website anymore. Uh, No. It's no, all phone and email. Yep. And we have not seen conversions drop off. That's interesting. <laughs> hey, we love Next Health, by the way. So great vendor, but it didn't it didn't work out on this one. So they don't have online scheduling. That's interesting. And mm-hmm. everything's still humming yep. on fine. That means the call center is good at calling back immediately. And Ancient that's the- giving good information, I guess.
0: Exactly. And again, it's always a question, right? Like, is an online scheduler more efficient than a form? Believe it or not, with quite a bit of our- clients we've learned that when you get somebody on the phone call the chances of actually converting them get way higher than online booking yep yep that's something Why? that again this is a because you kind of when you're talking to the person it's so much easier to ask the questions or bring out all the reservations that you have or any queries that you might have when you're doing a b- online like think about Zogdoc, right you okay. kind of go in yep. Zogdoc has a very high conversion rate but the they don't no, exactly they don't because it's that. so easy to cancel an appointment you've never connected with the service or anybody on the end of the client when you're on a phone call they're actually assuring you about the service they're telling you that we again i'm not saying that every i just call, did it
1: i just yeah. booked an appointment with a new dentist where i live not where i work but that's an and they did walk me through their service and what the new one would be and i did make a connection with them and i'm like okay he I mean, wasn't like the friendliest guy but yeah if i booked it online maybe i don't go up because i just went online yeah like if it's inconvenient that day you'll just cancel it <laughs> yeah exactly that all right well that's not a huge testament for online booking that's mm-hmm. very interesting
0: i wouldn't say it's like a universal truth right you have to test it out that is why you kind of need to see mm. you need to have a CRO component right to test out your landing page you see if an online scheduler is working better than a form, do not go by what the industry standard says. You have to try, test it out, and decide for yourself.
1: You know what you should be doing? I think online booking is important for a certain segment of people like me. I would rather just do it. Mm -hmm. But then call back. As soon as they yep. bug it, hey, just want to call, confirm. Hey, what are you yep. Did you have reservations? By the way, we have an ongoing dentist care club or whatever. You're going to get 40% off cash pay or what insurance? Like Someone should be calling so that you get more of a commitment. Yep. All right. But anyways, it worked here. All right. Anything with PVC that we've done that's hyper wizardry that some other people could hear about that wouldn't damage Peaks business?
0: Yeah. We actually did pivot our strategy a few months back, uh, just talking about one of their clinics, which is a make or break. It's a like of all the clinics, we do know that it is placed in one of the best locations. They have very high revenue from every patient that they acquire. They have a lot of capacity. It's a big clinic. And the problem was we were getting some really good quality leads. If you look in platform, you would think that Cardinal is doing amazing. Our cost per lead keeps coming down every month. However, the feedback from the client was slightly different. They were not seeing the leads actually convert to bookings. Mm. It was not that the keywords were not relevant. There was something going on about where are the dollars going, right? Is it that we are targeting the wrong places? Is it that there's an availability problem? Multiple things that we needed to dig into. One of the things that we realized was most of that clinic's revenue was coming from a specific set of zip codes and it was not the keywords. So a very low intent keyword like just dentures was actually converting. However, a high intent term like dental implants near me was not converted so to older
1: demographic or something. Exactly.
0: What we realized I hate was to think that there's yeah.
1: not the smarter ones that not use the ones, <laughs> but that's what happened.
0: Yeah. What we decided to come up with is okay, we know that these are the zip codes where things are working really well. And the other zip codes, we need to be super high intent, right? So we created two campaigns out of one. We maximized our dollars. of whatever dollar we are spending in this clinic in specific set of zip codes. And we focused on both mid-intent and high-intent keywords. If you are in a zip code that I have flagged as high priority based on past data, and if I know you're searching for just dentures, I still want an ad to show up because I know somebody in this area has always had a high... You know, like they've just showed up. And that's how we allocated the dollars, right? 80% of spend goes on the zip codes that we think are actually helping them get patients, and 20% goes to the other low performing zip codes where you still want a presence. It's not like they are not bringing in revenue or patience. It's just not as high ROI as the other zip codes. And we implemented this back in June and things have been pretty good. If you look at my cost per lead, it's gone up. It's skyrocketed. We are like Higher yeah, cost 100%, 100%. It's like 3x it. times compared to what we were doing before. However, if you look on the business side of things, they are pretty much closing 80% of the leads that they are getting because of the quality of the leads is so high that they are actually being able to hit their goal of 150 patients a month. Well,
1: guys, if this isn't a case study for CPL, sometimes doesn't matter. You actually have to know what is going on with the end client revenue. Yep. Ruchi, I can't believe how much I've learned. All right, guys, I'm being told to speed up. Uh, this was brilliant. That is an example of why CPL sometimes doesn't matter. Uh-huh. Leone teaches us that all the time. Like CPL matters. Okay, we want to see that going down generally, but what really matters is the revenue you're yep. driving. And if you don't know that, we got lots of things to connect and to figure out, right? And Ruchi's figured it out with the with our great clients at Peak Dental. Richie, thanks for joining us on Ignite.
0: Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Ignite. Interested in keeping up with the latest trends in healthcare marketing? Subscribe to our podcast and leave a rating and review. For more healthcare marketing tips, visit our blog at cardinaldigitalmarketing.com.